all things New Orleans Saints. This is Who Dat Discussion. Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Say they gon' be them Saints. Powered by Overtime Media. Hello and welcome back into another edition of the Who Dat Discussion. As always, my name is Andrew and we are coming at you from the Vivid Seats studio. Use promo code OVERTIME in the Vivid Seats mobile app to save up to $100 on all ticket purchases. So, the Saints get their sixth straight victory, moving to 7-1 and one after they beat the Cardinals in the Dome 31-9. All-around amazing win. I was just doing the grades, obviously, for the group by group recap. And it's just like, we played great. Top to bottom. Great Game for the Saints, obviously, led by Sean Payton and Drew Brees in his return. Comes back here with amazing game with 373 yards and three touchdowns. Mike Thomas having a big game. Latavius Murray in the relief of Alvin Kamara. Excuse me there. He had a big game. Cam Jordan had a big game. Chauncey Garner-Johnson shows up, has a big game. Overall, this Saints team just played really, really well in this one. And you got to give them a ton of credit in this one so as usual we are going to have our notes intriguing matchups group by group recap and then we are going to get to some news as the saints are obviously going to be in the rumor mill as the trade deadline is tomorrow on tuesday the 29th so obviously the saints will probably be a little involved in that i feel like they always are so I don't think it will disappoint. I think we'll probably. I, I think it's a possibility we pick a receiver in this one, so or a pass catcher. I really should say, but overall, we'll get into that later. Starting off with some notes, the Saints obviously won this one, 31 to nine. Obviously, the main story in this one is going to be Drew Brees returned, and he returned with some vengeance. 373 yards, three touchdowns, and one interception. Mike Thomas was fire as well with 11 catches for 112 yards and a touchdown. Obviously, he played a great game with Tavius Murray, over 100 yards for the second consecutive game. He also had two total TDs as well in his first ever receiving touchdown. The Saints were able to just control this game from top to bottom. They had a few bad plays that just didn't go their way in this one or questionable plays that didn't go in this one. Obviously, the missed field goal by Lutz would have gave him more points. Then also, at the end of the half, that's a lot of wishy-washy. I feel like they left points up on the table because of the refs and some just wishy-washy ticky-tack calls are not going out of balance when I thought he went out of balance. So... You know, you got to look at it both ways because I bet that people are going to say stuff happens to the Saints. But I feel like this always just happens to the Saints. That's just what I'm going to say. And I feel like there were points left on the table by some refs that just I don't think did their job correctly. And that's just, again, it's the story of the season, the story of the last two seasons for the Saints. And they're just going to have to persevere through it. And I think that's going to be obviously a big thing to look at. But I don't really want to talk about that. This is a positive podcast. This is a positive episode here as the Saints got this win. But I I think there was still stuff left on the table. There were only four for six in the red zone. Obviously, you want to be six for six. So I think that was obviously interesting stuff. The Saints won the possession battle, first down battle, all that stuff, and the yards battle, obviously. And then they held the Cardinals to 2-12 to on third down and 0-2 for on fourth down. So 2-14 for and third and fourth downs are obviously amazing. They stepped up. The Saints did lose the turnover battle, but they didn't get a turnover this game. But still, I think that is still—they played great, and they didn't really need a turnover in this one. They didn't go up a touchdown, so that's obviously what you want to see for this team. They did have four sacks, so that was really good. But they did do that cross rush, which doesn't mean like go right after the QB. It's more of playing contain. 
and they were able to do that successfully. Kyler Murray didn't really get out and run the ball. It was really a good job by the Saints to contain him. They did a really good job by kind of containing his playmaking abilities, and they were able to stop their running game. They were able to stop Fitzgerald. Overall, really good game for the Saints. Taysom Hill got involved with this one with his third receiving touchdown on the season. He also had a big catch coming out of the fullbacks, like a fullback wheel. Sean Payton, man, some amazing plays here that you wouldn't even think would come up. That's how good he's been. So you obviously got to give him a ton of credit as well because you got to give it to this play calling ability and obviously the defensive play calling ability with Dennis Allen, CJ Garner Johnson having a big game, limiting Fitzgerald when he was guarding him just like one catch on two targets. That's crazy. I mean, that's really good. Fitzgerald overall only had two catches for eight yards. Nothing really much from this this Cardinals team here. They had the one trick play that went for a deep play that set up a field goal, but the Saints were able to bend, not break, and able to do really good work in this game. So overall, the Saints played a great game, and the stats show it. The great return by Drew Brees was obviously huge. He's definitely vintage Drew Brees still. Murray did a great job in the relief of Kamara, as we said before. Mike Thomas has just been so good. The defense has been solid. Really, overall, you really can't complain about this game for the Saints. So you will hear a quick word from our sponsors before we get into our intriguing matchups. So here's a word from Vivid Seats. Vivid Seats is the top source for tickets for the events you want to go to. You can sort by price or look for seats in the section or row of your choice, all in the Vivid Seats mobile app. To make things even better, Vivid Seats now has a loyalty program that allows fans to earn credit back. This is called Vivid Seats Rewards. Go to the App Store or the Google Play Store and download the Vivid Seats app today. Fans are automatically enrolled in the Vivid Seats Rewards program for free. Every purchase is backed by a 100% buyer guarantee. From the biggest concerts, end games to the hottest theater shows and more, Vivid Seats has it all. Download the app and join the Vivid Seats Rewards program today. And when it's time to buy, new users enter the promo code OVERTIME at checkout to receive a discount up to $100. It really is a great program, a really great app. So definitely check Vivid Seats out. They really know what they're doing. And I always go there when I'm looking for Saints tickets or obviously other tickets in the New York area. It's just really a good place to go but now we are going to get into our intriguing matchups starting off with Mike Thomas versus Patrick Peterson and Patrick Peterson did have the pick even though it wasn't against Mike Thomas wasn't that matchup but he still did have a pick you got to give him credit where credit is due but he did not do really good against Mike Thomas as Mike Thomas had 11 catches 112 yards and a touchdown and this was on 11 targets efficient I mean and he's just too good I mean, that's really what he was. He was overpowering Patrick Peterson, and they would try to get him to get off Patrick Peterson. That works sometimes, too. It just seemed too easy at times, the quick slants. I mean, like, quick slants shouldn't be working at that ease, but they just are. That, that That's the relationship that Breeze and Mike Thomas had, and, th- and that's not the same relationship that him and Teddy had. Him and Teddy obviously had a great re- relationship, excuse me, there. They were able to obviously hit on a lot, and Mike Thomas still had big games. But the precision between the Breeze and Thomas connection is just even better and obviously it's taken to the next step a touchdown was added in this one really overall great job by Michael Thomas against Patrick Peterson he won this matchup for sure Patrick Peterson I think was exposed a little bit and usually just like Patrick Peterson takes one side and then the Cardinals other two cornerbacks have to worry about the other side and that's just not how it was 
Mike Thomas was feasting. And then that opened up for other guys like Ty Ginn had a big catch, Taysom Hill had a big day. So I think overall, really good job from Michael Thomas. Our next intriguing matchup is Chase Edmonds and the Arizona Cardinals rushing attack versus our front seven. And wow, our front seven played amazing in this one. Arizona rushing, obviously, their leading rusher was Christian Kirk with one carry for 19 yards. That shows a lot. Chase Edmonds was their third rusher with seven carries for eight yards, averaging 1.1 yards a carry with a long run of three yards. Kyler Murray had two carries for only 13 yards. This team played really good, the Saints. Obviously, Zach Zenner, only one carry for zero yards. I mean, you got to give the Saints defense a lot of credit where credit is due. Cameron Jordan had a great game. You obviously look at Marcus Davenport, who had a great game. David Onyemata up front and center having a really good game. Shai Tuttle getting his first sack in this one. Overall, the Saints defensive line feasted. And then A.J. Klein made plays. Kiko Alonso made plays, especially on that fourth and one. They were able to make some big plays. And then also, you're looking at Demario Davis, who's always making plays. This defensive line played great. you got to give him a ton of credit in this one. And to me, when you're looking at the Saints and how good they've been, Who's stopping this front seven? Which offensive line is going to come up in here and really physically dominate the Saints? I just don't see anyone doing it. We've played the best lines in the league, Cowboys. We've played, among others. They're really good, and the Saints dominated them. So what offensive line is going to come in here and dominate the Saints? Nobody. I don't even think the Patriots can do it. So coming in here, I'm really confident about our front seven. We completely stopped the Cardinals. Obviously, they didn't have David Johnson, but still. Chase Edmonds went off against the Giants, and... Obviously, it just this game he stopped completely. And <laughs> you got to give the Saints front seven a lot of credit. The way the Cardinals were going to win this game, they were able to run the ball, pound it, keep the ball away from Drew Brees, and they couldn't do it. They went quick drives, three and outs, and then out, and then they punted away. Drew Brees. And then you're looking at they always do that that hurry up stuff, so it's even less time. The Saints defense feasted on that, and they really played a great game, really well executed, really good play calling, and this front seven should be really proud on how they played. And then finally, our last intriguing matchup is the edge rushers of the Cardinals versus the Saints edge offensive linemen with Ramchek and Armstead. And Armstead had one call that the touchdown got negated because of a penalty. I thought it was very ticky-tack. I don't even think that was a penalty. And it just shows that sometimes I feel like they're just people are just out for the Saints because I, just, I didn't see it. And I feel like worse stuff is not called every game. So that's just kind of my two cents on it. But Chandler Jones was basically a no-show in this one. No sacks. Same with Terrell Suggs. No one had a sacks. Terrell Suggs had zero tackles. He had one QB hit, but again, it wasn't a huge play in the game. Nothing really happened from it. So that's obviously really good for the Saints O-line. You're looking at um, Jones, and he was just a no-show in this one, only with one tackle. So overall, you got to give the Saints a ton of credit for being able to control the edge be able to win off the edge, and they were able to do really good things because of that. They gave Breeze a really nice pocket to throw from, and his first game back, that was key, and they were able to do that. So you got to give a ton of credit to the Saints Pro Bowl offensive lineman here, and Ramchek's an all-pro, and he's really been the best right tackle in the game this year, and that's not an understatement. Like, that's true facts. You could definitely back that up with. He's played the best tackles, uh, best um, lines in the defensive lines in football, and he was able to just steamroll them. And you got to give a ton of credit where credit's due. So overall, really good job by the whole Saints offensive line this one to protect Breeze. And obviously that's because Breeze also gets the ball out a little quicker. And I just really like how this Saints offensive line is playing. I really think they hit their groove. So that's obviously 
really good there. So now we are going to move over to our group-by-group group recap. As usual, we'll start off with our quarterback, then our skill position players, move over to our O-line, then we'll flip it over to the defense, to D-line, linebackers, and then secondary, and then we'll finish off with our special teams and coaching. So let's just get right into it, starting off with the quarterback. I'm going to give Breeze an A for this performance. Again, it wasn't his best performance ever, but it was just vintage Drew Brees. He was able to do a lot of good things in this one. He was 34 of 43 for 373 yards, three touchdowns with one interception, a QBR of 70, and a quarterback rating of 116.4. That's really good. And look, the one pick was a really bad pick, but we'll just give him one free pass because his first game back and that's it. It was vintage Drew Brees is really what you wanted to see. Really, besides that throw, every other throw was basically good. And maybe he missed one throw to, in the very his first throw of the game was a little obviously high and the ball was sailing on a little bit. But in the second half, he fixed that and he did a really good job. So you got to give him a ton of credit there because that is obviously really big. He was able to look comfortable, throw balls downfield. He threw the deep ball. He's throwing the intermediate ball, throwing the short passes. He was just doing a really good job. So you got to give Drew Brees a ton of credit. And it was just great to see Drew Brees back in there. The second best quarterback in the league, all pro. He's right there. So you got to give him a ton of credit there because he's able to come back in five weeks before the time he was supposed to come back for and just completely lights it up so and I know the Cardinals aren't the best defense but still they still have Patrick Peterson they still have a couple good edge rushers they have some good pieces and it's still an NFL team and Drew Brees lit them up so you got to give them a ton of credit the Saints offense looks much better with Drew Brees under the helmet I'm not going to say that because Teddy Bridgewater did a great job I don't want to disrespect Teddy Bridgewater because on our next podcast obviously the Saints have the bye so on our next podcast we're just going to go through the first eight games in review really and obviously that will be a a lot of praise to Teddy Bridgewater because he did an amazing job, but he's just not Drew Brees. And no one was asking him to be Drew Brees, and they were able to come out with five wins with him not being Drew Brees. But with Drew Brees here, you're not going to say, oh, you're not going to just discredit that. So Drew Brees played amazing in this one, and you got to give him a ton of credit. Moving over to the skill position players, I'm going to give them an A. Again, there was a lot of different guys involved. Latavius Murray with 21 carries, 102 yards and a touchdown, added nine catches for 55 yards and a touchdown. He was able to do to be a safety valve. He was able to run the ball really well, really set a tone. So you got to give him a ton of credit there. He played an amazing game. Got to give him an A. Michael Thomas, MVP-type performance again with 11 catchers, 112 yards, and a touchdown off Patrick Peterson. That's obviously really big. Taysom Hill showing up with three catches, 63 yards, and a touchdown, throwing up a really good day. His third receiving touchdown of the season. Taysom Hill, I mean, he can just ball out any position. He's just a great football player. you got to give him a ton of credit. Ted Ginn added two catches. His long was 28. Josh Hill had three catches for 40 yards. Really putting up a really good job in relief of uh, Jared Cook. Deontay Harris added a third down catch, with, which I think was really big. Dan Arnold took a catch. And even Austin Carr got into the game with the catch. Same with Zach Line. Overall, really good job by the Saints. Skill position players, you got to give them a ton of credit. Even Twin Washington had three carries for 38 yards in this one. They were able to spread it out, do really good things, and that's why they get an A here. Offensive line, A+, A++++. Zero sacks from Drew Brees. They were able to open up holes for Latavius Murray. They played in a great game, and they were able to establish so many things, and the Saints wouldn't be able to establish the run. They wouldn't be able to establish a short passing game, and then that set up the deep passing game if it wasn't for how good the offensive line plays. Chandler Jones, Terrell Suggs, non-existent. And then after that, it's, it's really just kind of just the inside guys are not really that big for the Cardinals, really more the outside guys. So they were able to stop the outside guys, and the rest really followed suit in that one. So I think that is going to be a really good thing going forward for the Saints because now if this offensive line is playing at 
full strength, full rhythm. They're all back. Huge. Obviously, the Saints definitely escaped a big injury scare with Eric McCoy. Kind of went down, but then he went back in the game very quickly after the half. So that's obviously fine. But really good job by the O-line. The technique's there. The rhythm's there. The chemistry's there. And now Drew Brees is back. He's going to get the ball out a little quicker, which is big. Overall, really good vibes for this group going into the bye week. Same thing for the whole offense. Just really good things going in to the bye week. Obviously, you got have to fix some things, but that's always the way it is. And you're obviously you're not. Hopefully, you don't peak right now. You you want to peak in the playoffs. So I think Drew Brees will get them all together. And the Saints are really going to be a tough team to beat because this team is really solid and they really know what they're doing and they really just are technically sound. They execute well. They have good coaches. And I, I don't know who's going to stop this team, especially if they're playing like this. I just don't see it. They're out for blood. They're just ready to go. And that's just really what I feel about this team. Before we move over to the defense, here are a quick words from your sponsors at my bookie. So the Saints have started off 7-1 and one and obviously have been causing huge payouts for betters that have taken the Saints. So if you haven't gotten to the action already, now is the time. Check out the latest from our friends at my bookie. Of course, in addition to the spreads, my bookie has all of the lines for all the major sports. That means the NFL, NBA, NHL, and more. And then in addition to the traditional spreads and totals, quarters, halves, or periods on the ice will also be posted. Player props, including points, yards, or goals, PGA, NASCAR, soccer, and more. There's a so much variety you can bet on at MyBookie, and now is the best time to get in the action. Sign up at MyBookie.ag and use promo code OVERTIME, and they will match your first deposit. Again, promo code OVERTIME, and new users get their first deposit doubled. MyBookie.ag. You play, you win, you get paid. So welcome back into the Houdat discussion and now we are going to get to our defense starting off with our d-line and then we're going to finish off with our secondary and then move over to our special teams and coaching so d-line i'm gonna give them an a i think they played an outstanding game here obviously cam jordan came away with the sack but also it was really this whole defensive line's great effort they were able to stop the run of the cardinals the running game of the cardinals and then also they stopped kyler murray right in his tracks he never got out of contain, never broke contain. That was obviously really big. And I don't think he was going to. The Saints have so much speed on the defensive line. Starts off with Cameron Jordan and Marcus Davenport on the outside. Then you have Demario Davis, who's so fast. Same with AJ Klein. Same with this, even the interior guys have speed. Really great stuff from this team, or this group, I really should say. I, I think they're playing maybe their best football they have in years, really, at this point. That's how good this defensive line is playing. And they were able to just completely stymie Kyler Murray. Cameron Jordan got the sack, as I said. David Onyamato with the sack. Shai Tuttle with the sack. Really great stuff. And then also, Kyler Murray did, like, slip or something, and Trey Hendrickson got sacked as well. So obviously, that is really big. Saints with the four sacks is huge. As I said before, the Saints were able to stop the run, which is obviously huge. And you got to just give this line a lot of credit. They're playing their best ball and really... Again, the Cardinals have done a really good job with getting Murray and playmaking, stuff like that, and this wasn't happening this week, and you got to give a lot to that defensive line. They bring really three guys most of the time. Sometimes 
you had four man rushes as well, but really no blitzes, and they were still able to get to the quarterback, obviously four sacks. And then also you were able to just get a lot of pressures, a lot. You were just like right there. And it, it was really some really nice play, and you got to give this defensive line a ton of credit. Moving over to the linebackers, I'm going to give them a B plus. Again, I don't think our linebackers played bad in this one, but they really Charles Clay was the only guy for the Cardinals that went off, and he had three catches, 88 yards, and that was kind of because of the linebackers. Obviously, on the trick play, they kind of broke contain. That's not very good. And there were a few other plays, one on third down, where they kind of just let Clay get over the top. So that's obviously not good. But overall, you're going to take it. And they played a really good game. Demario Davis, again, played an outstanding game. Klein played good, too. Same with um, Alonzo. But overall, they could the, the kind of the big plays that were given up by this defense was by the kind of linebacking group. So... That's the only kind of pet peeve I have. But overall, they I think they played fine. And obviously, they didn't lose the team the game. And I think they still played above average, especially how good Demario Davis played. That's just kind of what I'm saying there. And then moving over to our secondary, again, another outstanding game. Marcus Lattimore was great in this one. He was locked down, as usual, for him. Then Eli Apple, coming off that little like injury that we thought he had, he looks fine, too. He had a really nice pass defense in this one. He played a really good game as well and then obviously the slot is the biggest thing for this cardinals passing game here with larry fitzgerald and cj gardner johnson shut down the future hall of famer and fits so you gotta give chauncey a ton of credit in this one like a ton a ton of credit and he's i don't know if he's gonna get his spot taken away by pj coming back i, I just think cj has been that good he's got the right mentality and i really like the way he plays he's just playing with no it's uh, not a reckless event. He's not, but he's playing with a really good. He's got the information and he's been able to charge, make some plays, really do a good job. So you got to give him a ton of credit there as well. And I think that's really big there. Von Bell, I think, played another good game. Marcus Williams was able to play good as well. I saw him creeping up a little bit more. That just shows that they're getting a little more confident with him as well. So that's also really good from the secondary. I saw so many great things and you got to give him a ton of credit, especially because the secondary has been playing a ton of nickel and that's really, you're showing that maybe the secondary is the strength. They're playing a lot of nickel. They're able to lean on the secondary and still playing really good ball. So you've got to give them a ton of credit as well. And it really shows how good they've been. And then finally, special teams and coaching. I'm going to give them an, a really A minus because special teams was a little, I think behind. I'm going to give like the special teams like a B. Well, let's miss the field goal. That's why they get really moved down to a B. But I think overall, their return kick game was fine. The defense on the coverage on that was fine as well. And Thomas Morris said was good, as he always is. Coaching was amazing in this one, A++. Sean Payton got him ready to play. Dennis Allen put up a really nice scheme on defense. Obviously, a great scheme on offense by Sean Payton. You got to give these guys a ton of credit. They were able to do so many great things. So when you're looking when this team's going down the road in the bye week, Sean Payton's going to be there for coaching the year because that's how good he's been. First of all, trust Drew Brees in playing, even though it was a week early. Then he sets a really good play book for Drew Brees, really good game plan for Drew Brees. Then he's putting up still trick plays, getting the ball to Taysom Hill, getting the ball to Zach Line, getting the ball to all these different types of players. That's a lot on Sean Payton and Drew Brees as well. And then, obviously, you're moving over to getting these guys just ready to play. They're all ready every week. This could have been a trap game. They're ready to play. So I think overall, really big game from the Saints really showed that they just played a great game. Look at all those A's that we just ran off on our group-by-group group recap. Just an amazing game for the Saints. So now we are going to get to some quick news and rumors, really. It's more like rumors 
for the Saints here as the trade deadline is looming. Supposedly the Saints are looking at all their options for a pass catcher, and they wouldn't be surprised if they pick one up. People say they may be in on Golden Tate, but now it's kind of conflicting reports saying they're not in on Golden Tate. I think that would be a good pickup for the Saints. Just He's been very good for the Giants, and he's a great slot receiver. Saints could pick up a Tyler Eifert to put in the slot from the tight ends you know, group that he would add to them, and he would be able to really make a really solid tight end group. I think he could be good in the red zone and stuff like that. That would be big. They're still probably looking at guys like maybe Rashad Higgins or someone like that. But I think we're really going to have to see. But overall, really, I think the Saints will be looking for a pass catcher. I don't think it will be a big pass catcher. You have A.J. Green, who went off the books today. Or not off the books, but off the block, because he got traded to the Bills. And when you're looking at it, I don't know if the Saints will get that splash candidate. I don't know, maybe they will, but I just don't think they have really the capital to do that. But I do think that making a small move for an Eifert or Higgins or maybe even a Golden Tate, that would be a big move. But I could definitely see that more than like the star receiver. But I, I do think that the Saints, it's possible they pick someone up. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see. I, I don't think they need one, but I think it would be nice to add one, especially down the stretch. You don't know who's going to get hurt, you don't know anything like that. But overall, really good job, I think, for the Saints to even look into this. And they, they, I think bringing a guy in really helped the morale of the locker room even more, saying, like, we're, that, we're really good right now, and if we get one more player, like, we're that much better. We're going to win. That's just it. <laughs> that's really it. We're winning this thing. So I think that's also really interesting to look at as well. That's kind of the rumors here. If the Saints do make a move, I'll jump on quickly for like a 15-minute podcast this week. But if not, I think we're going to kind of do our next episode this weekend maybe. Maybe on Sunday when the games go on, we'll kind of record during the games and stuff. But I think really interesting stuff. The Saints now have a a two-and-a-half game lead in the NFC South. That's really good stuff. They trail one game to the 49ers in the whole NFC. But I really the Saints are playing really good ball right now. And I think you got to give them a ton of credit. And obviously the Saints will be probably on collision cores. This for the first round by and stuff like that with some other teams like the Packers, 49ers. That's what it's kind of looking like. Obviously, knock on wood, you don't obviously want any jinxes here. But it seems like the Saints are part of that premier class of the NFC. So with all that said, I think it's time to wrap up this podcast. If you enjoy what we're doing here at the Houdat Discussion and haven't followed us on our various social media platforms, you can follow us on Twitter at the Houdat Dis on Instagram, at Houdat Discussion. And then also, you could listen to anywhere we have our podcast stuff. That means Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, all that fun stuff. We are on there. So if you listen to, like, let's say, CastBox, we're on there. You know, And, and if you listen to a podcasting platform that we're not on, definitely tell us so we can get you that. So with all that said, I think we are going to say thank you, finish the deal, and Houdat. All things New Orleans Saints. This is Who Dat Discussion. Oh, by Overtime Gaming.